going on, guys? Brian Jump, SAI PDR Marketing Podcast, PDR Podcast, Million Dollar PDR Marketing, Marketing PDR, a podcast about PDR. What's going on? 80s, Simple Minds, if you're wondering. I think 1982. I'll let it run out a little bit. Get you guys warmed up. Today we got a good one, by the way. Can help you guys make more money. As usual, help me make more money. Does every week. What's going on, man? How you been? Everything good? You recovering from Thanksgiving finally? Coming up on a week. Hopefully by now you did. We had a good one, man. I didn't talk too much about it, but uh, it was good. The stuffing stuffed me. The turkey turked me. And the cranberry crammed me up. I'll tell you that right now. It was good. It's good to see family. Um, good buddy of mine showed up because his daughters were out of town. And uh, him and the missus are no longer together, so... Boohoo, t- little tear. It was best for them. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so he didn't have where to go. So we brought him over like a stray puppy and uh, put him on his training papers and uh, let him out, let him go out, you know, so he didn't wet the, the carpet, whatever. But he was good. He was a good boy. Um, but anyway, yeah, good times. Um, today, making more money, of course. Uh, it's auto recon related, but it's not PDR. So, spoiler alert, sorry, sue me, don't. Um, so if you guys do any luxury, any lease return customers or any customers that are going to be, or you're involved with some auto body, sooner or later, you're going to come across cars that need alloy wheel repair. Yes. The curb rashing, the little scratching. Uh, I mean, every Tesla I see just the way that the wheels are kind of flat faced and the, and the beat on most tires doesn't, doesn't protrude past the curb edge or the wheel edge. They get, they get hammered. So and it's pretty easy money. I mean, matter of fact, I'll tell you this. Every lease return Tesla, they are banging them hard because they want those cars ready to rock and roll and go right back out. And they're going to put the onus back on the owner. Get it? The onus on the owner? Um, anyway, so, so yeah. So this is a great way to make more money per customer. Basically, in PDR, you've got more more money for each customer, charge more money, period, instead of um, – you know, overall for your services, um, do more val- uh, volume, you know, or frequency. So this is a way to charge more per, per customer. And, and it should be the easiest way because you've already got the customer captive. It's more expensive to go out and find new business. So every customer that you put in your hand, like a little bird, a little baby bird, you're petting them, you're feeding them seed, and they might little 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 poop on your palm, but that's okay. You still hold that bird. You love that bird, right? That bird's good to you. Little bird poo has never never hurt anybody. Reminds me of a story about my grandfather, by the way. He said, never let a bird poo on your hand. And I never understood what that meant. 
we'll circle back to that. But uh, anyway, he always had good sayings. You know, we all, everybody in their, you know, in the world, you guys probably have met people, you know, family, friends, uh, maybe you haven't, but, but uh, I always, I cherish the time with my grandfather and, and all the, the great advice he gave me that I pretty much 99% of the time never understood, but I appreciate the, the effort. Um, so anyway, um, so yeah, back to curb wheels. Okay, so so more money per customer, right? This way you guys can get little Sally a new tricycle. You can get the wife a new purse. Maybe you can get a new pipe. So all good things, right? So here we go. Fixed curb uh, rims. I'm not going to get into the painting, by the way, the recalling part. That's a whole nother thing. Um, but uh, this is uh, this is some value right here for those of you that don't know. Some of you do. It's it's pretty simple. It really is way easier than PDR. So if you if you're a, a dent tech, this is a freaking drop in Z book it. All right. So number one, like always, safety. Your eyes, your ears, your mouth. Take care of all your orifices. Your eyes. Put some goggles on or some safety shields. Okay, ears. Uh, you, you know it's not super noisy, but yeah, why not? Why not throw some uh, some uh, earphones on, some some you know noise counseling, and then mouth. Yeah, maybe a respirator. Because why? Well, I will tell you this, and, and like I said, I'm not truly a legal doctor, and this is not advice. This is just for entertainment purposes only. But you're not supposed to breathe powdered aluminum. I hear it may cause cancer. Okay, just full disclosure. Okay, so. Eat an apple and call me in the morning and don't breathe aluminum powder. So moving on. So what tools? Okay, you're going to need a die grinder, uh, usually a right angle die grinder, and you're going to need a little mini air sander, okay, the little the little mini one that's also a, a right angle, okay. Um, what do they call it? Hook and loop, you know, the Velcro style. I What I basically do is I'll buy like a box of papers for the sander, and, and it's the Velcro style, and we'll just cut them with scissors instead of going out and buying the, the pre, pre – because that way you can get – you know, was it four or five little discs per per eight inch or six? I think it's a six inch, right? Six inch uh, sandpaper, which is nice. And then, as far as the die grinder, you're going to be using Rolox. So the Rolox are, are basically like a, like a Scotch Bright pad, but on a circle disc. And there's different grades. They usually come in colors like red, green, gray, and depends on who you get it from. Then there isn't really a standardized color. I've seen red be the most aggressive. I've seen gray be the most aggressive. It doesn't really matter, but you need to, to test. Every wheel is different, and depending upon the type of damage, of course, too, right? So the die grinder is going to be your heavy damaged uh, eliminator, you know, smoother outer, and then the sander is going to be the one you're going to come back and get rid of the scratches and, and give it a nice shine. If you got a polished wheel, all the more important, right? So anyway, um, so different wheels will have different aluminum grades. Some wheels are super soft. Some are going to be kind of firm. Uh, deep versus light damage. Basically what you're going to do with your die grinder is you're going to smooth out. You're taking, we're not filling in for the most part. Some people will, will use filler like Bondo and stuff. We used to use a two-part epoxy or two-part filler, I should say. Um, was aluminum filler. It worked really well and it was off the market. Probably caused cancer and, and chimpanzees or some shit. But we used to get it at Home Depot and it was in a little tube. And that sure worked great. I mean, you can put that that beat that rim uh, on a tire machine, unless it was a complete moron, it wouldn't chunk stuff out. It was really good. It was strong. Um, but uh, anyway, it, it's one thing if you had facial damage on, on the face of a wheel, but if you've got deep damage and you want to put bondo, bondo is, is not strong. So I basically don't recommend use bonding on the on the lip. Uh, I basically just would say smooth it out. But if you got something more than about an eighth inch deep or so. Uh, you're going to take that out pretty damn wide. You can knock it down and, and get kind of a contour out of it, kind of knock the, the, the edges off of it, but 
but uh, just be careful. All right. So anyway, the process is what you're basically going to do is you're using your die grinder with the Rolox to smooth out the damage. You're basically shaving it. Um, you know, and you, the deeper the damage, the wider out to the left and the right, you got to go. And a good idea is go pick up a couple, you know, one or two thrash wheels somewhere, uh, get them on Craigslist, a bent cracked wheel, you know, spend 10 bucks, sell Sally's tricycle that you just bought her and go get that wheel so you can practice and, and work on that and, and learn how to, how to get really good with, with your tools, because you want to have a steady hand. You don't want it to slip and cause more damage on the wheel. Uh, some people will tape up the whole wheel. Uh, some people will, will clean uh, the tire itself and then duct tape. Um, I've seen different apparatus that you can put around the tire seat. So you, you, when you're sanding, you, if you slip, you don't chunk the, the tire. Some people will let the air out of the tire and break the bead and push the bead back away. Or brick and dismount the tire if you want. It's up to you. How much money are you getting? Okay, if it's a $65 wheel repair job, you're not going to dismount the tire. You know, so... You may dismount off the uneven bars, you know, in the gymnastic Olympics, but you certainly aren't going to dismount a tire, you know, when you're getting paid 65 bucks. Weird comparison, I know. I just, I thought of the word dismount. I had to go there, but all right. So anywho, um, so yeah, duct tape, clean it off is usually my go-to, like Gorilla Tape uh, around the tire edge. And then if, I'll use painter's tape if I've got other areas I don't want to hit. I want to be really careful. And then I use two hands. I keep my, my one hand steady and my other hand is kind of the control hand. Just like when you're doing dance, you're normally going to hold a tool with, with two hands. Okay? So, and that's it. That's pretty much the deal right there. You're just basically smoothing out the wheel with, with your, your die grinder with the Rolox, and then you come back with the sandpaper to make it all nice and smooth. Now, who's this for? Who? What kind of people could you attack for, for these extra ducats, right? Luxury cars, obviously. Auto body, uh, auto body damaged cars. Lease returns. Um, two-party damage cars, uh, Teslas for sure. Like I said, um, how much do people pay? Forty-five bucks an average usually for dealers. Uh, we average between sixty-five and eighty-five, but I don't even like doing dealers because to me it's a waste. On the street, we start at one fifty. And is there cheap people cheaper than me? There always is people cheap cheaper than me and, and dense too. But but if I'm going to break out my stuff and I'm going to do a good job, it's one fifty, and that's to clean it up and that's also to paint if I have to paint it. Hyper Silver is your friend. The wheel colors, there's very few uh, for the most part. Ghost chromes and things like that can be a little hairy. Polished wheels can be a little bit of work too. Um, a lot of times people will hyper silver them with a super hyper silver and then clear coat it. Uh, but it just really depends on, on what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. Think about this. What's the cost of a new wheel? Okay, Back in the day, they were cheap. Now wheels are freaking expensive, especially if it's on a luxury car like a Lexus or AMG Mercedes. You could be well over 500 bucks for a wheel. A G is, is, is not uncommon. I mean, think about headlights nowadays. We've got headlights in the 2000 to 3000 range now. I had a 5 Series that had a $2,800 headlight. Okay, a Lexus the other day, $1,400. Uh, Accord, $1,200. So, I mean, everything is getting expensive. So don't be cheap on your on your recon. And it's that's why I just I, I still kick myself when I see people doing dents for 200 bucks. I want to kick them instead of kicking myself, but I can't kick them, so I just kick myself because I'm just so frustrated, like a butt kicker, you know, wearing those heavy boots and just swing it up behind your ass and nice big kick. Um, so what should you avoid when doing alloy wood repair? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Um, steel wheels. Don't do steel wheels. This is not for steel. This is for aluminum, okay? Don't do bent wheels, okay? People do it. There's people out there that will fix bent wheels. Why? Well, think about the liability. You fix a bent wheel 
and now all of a sudden you've compromised the strength with it and you want to put that customer back on the road, what happens if that thing fails? Holy crap. Yeah, your ass is for what? 150, 200 bucks? No, not worth it. Cracked wheel, same thing. I could weld it, Brian. I could weld it. No. No, I know you could weld aluminum. I don't give a shit. Auto shop, you were welding your little aluminum little project there and the teacher gave you a slap on the ass and said, I'll see you tonight again. And that's your business. I, I don't want to hear what you do with your auto shop teacher. That's that's between you and, and him. But but don't do bent wheels. Don't do crack wheels. Same thing. Another one is don't do too much face damage on the actual face. It's most of the damage you're gonna uh, that's gonna occur that you're gonna encounter. I was gonna try to combine it and uh, occur and encounter. Come up with a new word, but I didn't. Um, it's gonna be on the lips. It's gonna be on, on the on the you know the edge of the wheel. So if somebody took the whole freaking wheel up against a curb and you got a bunch of damage, I don't know. I don't know if you could hide it. What if it's a two different colors? There's black and there's polish and stuff, or gray. Maybe maybe back off that wheel. I I, I really be. What's what's the message here? The message is, is be have some scrutiny. You know, don't don't just jump on every Tom, Dick, and an auto shop teacher because you, you know, just because you're hungry for some cash. Don't you need to make money in this business? Pick pick the low hanging fruit. Don't go for the high hanging fruit, if you will. All right. And then the, the last one is don't do salt pitted wheels. Holy crap. I've had we, we don't get a lot of salt out here, but I've had some cars come from back east, and I've heard people taking the wheel off and put it in a in a, a media blasting you know tub and trying to clean it up. It's just gonna look like a bad freckled face kid. For those of you who are older, like Alfred E. Newman, if you know who that is. If you don't, go look it up. Really great guy, always on the cover of a magazine. Every every episode, every every uh, what do you call it edition or or yeah. Uh, every month, same guy. Um, so go figure out what kind of magazine that was. But yeah, so there it is. That's the crash course on alloy wheel repair. Yeah, Brian, you didn't talk about painting. I know. And I really didn't talk about polishing polished wheels either. I just got into the, the low-hanging fruit. I'm trying to help you guys out. I charge people $1,000 to teach this. So so you guys just got the bonus. And yes, I know it's on a podcast. There's no video here. But if you can follow the words that are coming out of my mouth, then you, too can fix alloy wheels. I mean, it's not that hard. It really isn't. Like I said, just get yourself a uh, one or two bangers that are jacked up, practice, and I guarantee on a Saturday, you're off to the races. I usually can train somebody in about four to six hours. You know, uh, It's easy enough that a 10-year-old you know, with an average IQ could figure it out. A 10-year-old that, that you know got dropped off the bed you know, at one years old, maybe not. That's a sad story. I don't even like to think about that. I don't know why I went there. Let's erase that. I'm going to pretend we edited that out. Don't listen to that. But anyway, um, we're 15 minutes in. I think we covered it. What do you guys think? You feel like you guys could go do this? Text me any questions, 949-302-3464. If you need help, call me at like, you know, 11, 12, 1 a.m. I'm here to help you out. Not at all. But during business hours, for sure. Even on Saturdays, we're typically in the shop, uh, unless I'm off doing some some family travels or whatever. But but uh, here for you guys, as, as always, man, go out and and uh, spice up your invoices, man. Not just PDR, but do some wheels. You'd be surprised, man. It's easy. Even we get people want to do color changes. Color changes are, are freaking stupid simple. Hey, I want to black out my wheels. No worries. You want to go satin. You want to go matte. You want to go gloss. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. People do it all the time. I saw another one I'll, I'll drop on you guys real quickly and then we'll roll. Actually, I didn't see it. it was, my painter told me about it. That This guy did a spray pattern. He did like five or six different colors of... Uh, Plasti dip and just took like a brush and just created like a fan pattern and then you clear coat off of it over it. I've never seen it. 
I mean, it's a very unique, if you want to be different, that's different. I don't know if it's for you. I don't know if you want the, the multicolored you know, unicorn vomit kind of look, but, but uh, if you're trying to stand out, there you go. You know, maybe your kid would like that. Maybe your kid would hate that. I don't know. But I'm just, just new ideas, guys. Just feeding you the new, fresh, fresh stuff. Only from Brian Jump and Deco and the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. So anyway, thank you for tuning in. That's it. Yeah, I got to roll, man. I got cars to fix, man. So do you. And I will catch you on the next episode. We got a great one coming up this Friday. It, uh, seriously, tune in. It is deep. It is strong. It is definitely going to help you guys level up and make more money. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next Million Dollar SAI PDR podcast for PDR people with millions of dollars. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now.